our special guest today is Chloe Spencer. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Chloe, and how you got started in the horror genre. Yeah, um, I am a writer, I am a game developer and a filmmaker, and I love to I love to combine stories that involve horror as well as romance, um, and sometimes some other like kind of sci-fi elements in them. Uh, and I think I got started in the horror genre just kind of as a kid when I, I used to read like some pretty dark series and dark books, and I was a big fan of the monster, the really bad monster movies that they used to have on the sci-fi channel i watch those a lot with yeah. one of my brothers fantastic so you said you're a filmmaker do you do the horror films as well yes uh, yeah i have made a few horror films are they very good not really um one was able to get into the atlanta horror film festival like a couple of years back mm-hmm. um because film was has been so up in the air because of COVID, I kind of shifted like a lot of my focus to just writing. Um, yeah. So within the last couple of years, I've been writing more than I think I've been like writing scripts for films and directing. But yeah, I, do, I mostly uh, write horror films and uh, I will direct horror films as well. Fantastic. What about the game making? Do you do that with the horror genre or is that sort of like a different genre that you sort of like going with that with? Yeah, those are all different kinds of genres. I kind of have done like slice of life, like little romance, like dating games. Um, But the one that I'm working on right now is a horror RPG, which is about a group of pirates that become stranded on an island that's infested with zombies. Um, So that one's called Fever. And I'm working on that one right now. But unfortunately, my computer broke. So development's a little delayed on that one. Okay, so what's drawn you to the horror genre specifically? I think that what draws me to the horror genre specifically is a lot of it is unflinching when it looks at kind of the worst parts of humanity and it doesn't try to sugarcoat things. Uh, Oftentimes we're looking at things that we're like looking at very deep, dark subjects and themes. Um, And I like how the horror genre doesn't shy away from those things, I think, as other horror genre, other genres would. Um, I also really like the fact that the horror genre just, I mean, the whole entire goal of horror is to horrify. It's to scare you, which I think can be entertaining. And I think it can definitely challenge me more than other genres will. Uh, So I think that that's what I really love about it. Brilliant. Horror is sort of like one of those where you can explore any sort of topic, isn't it? Either to make people laugh, cry, scare them, or even bring a message across. I think it's got all of those things that it can do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what was the first horror story that you ever wrote? Oh, gosh. Um, The first horror story that I can remember writing i wrote like a bunch when i was like a little kid but i think the first major one that got published was for the black rainbow horror anthology and it was called i think it was called the yaw and it was about a girl who um her parents were cryptid hunters and she ends up getting hunted by this cryptid and she kind of is running through her house trying to avoid basically being being killed by this monster Um, that was like the first short story that I wrote. And there's been a ton of those since the first major like horror novel 
that I've written was Monster Sona, which came out in February 2023, and that was for a young adult audience. And that one was about a group of uh, two teenage girls who basically a freak explosion kind of destroys their hometown, and they have to take off across the country in search of safety, but they're being pursued by armed men, mad scientists, and this uh, really big secret that's threatening to tear the two of them apart. Brilliant. So what's your process for developing a story? Where do you get your ideas from? That's a really good question. Um, I think that a lot of my ideas kind of come from things that I'm inspired by, either from what I'm watching or from what else that uh, what what I'm reading. Sometimes I think that my stories are also inspired by uh, personal life experiences. This upcoming story, Vicarious, uh, this novella that's releasing on November 15th, um, that centers on PTA moms live, uh, living in like a Ohio suburb. And I'm from Minnesota. And so I wanted uh, Minnesota, which is in the Midwest. And I wanted to write about um, I I, I just remember growing up in kind of this environment where everyone's like super passive aggressive and they're always on edge with each other. And I wanted to write about what happens when one of those PTA moms snaps. Uh, So that I think is kind of there's just so much infighting I think that can happen in suburbia which makes it especially like ripe for conflict and just like juicy juicy drama um as well as like violence and so that's what kind of attracted me to writing that story those kind of personal experiences growing up in the midwest yeah you you said they were the personal experiences do you ever sort of like develop on the fears as well Oh, yeah. On my fears. Yes. Um, I have written some. There's another story that I've got coming out, another novella with uh, Grindhouse Press sometime next year. And that one is about a um, a woman who she her 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 childhood best friend is getting married to her grandmother. So she goes to stop this wedding from happening and they end up kidnapping her. And she discovers that her grandmother's a mad scientist who um wants to like basically start over in her body like she wants to do over at life and so she's going to take her granddaughter's body and um, there's i think that the idea of losing control of um body and the the body and bodily autonomy are definitely subjects that i'm interested in um there's also like a fear of pregnancy that i think is explored in that book and i am personally terrified of pregnancy (laughs) so that um that has absolutely made its way in there as well Fantastic. So how about your characters? Do you, I know you said you sort of like develop them on sort of like a few little experiences. Do you add the fears into those as well? That's a good question. Um, Thinking about Vicarious, which is the one that's that's coming out real soon, uh, Gertie, um, I think, develop, Gertie develops this fear of going to the restroom because she uh, was basically, th- the whole premise behind that is that when she was a little kid, her mom was this true crime fanatic that used to tell her all these really inappropriate things, like someone's going to follow you into the bathroom as- and like assault you, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, so Gertie develops this fear of um, going to the bathroom, which later becomes exacerbated because her um the the other kids at school pick up on it and they bully her for it and i actually remember uh being a little kid and um 
going being actually like afraid to go to the bathroom because there were other people that would like bully me in there um when i was really little uh so i think that those fears have kind of worked their way in there um and i think that there's also like a little bit of a fear of being alone um i think to some extent uh or a fear of being misunderstood those were definitely things that because you know you grow up being bullied a lot um you kind of develop this sort of terror, I think, of being misunderstood. Yeah. Um, and so I think that across all of my books in the horror genre, there's a, a there's there's a handful of characters, I would say, that have this fear of being misunderstood or this fear of being ostracized. And so they try to blend in even when it's really difficult for them to. Do you ever find that you put a message in your book, even though you're yeah. not meaning to? Oh, that I'm not meaning to. Oh, you know, that is a really good question. Um, I think that I try to set out to write stories to be entertaining first. And then I kind of work as I'm working through the story. I try to find those little instances of meaning. So I don't necessarily sit down to say, I want to explore what it's like to write a love uh, what it's like to find love when you feel unlovable yeah. um it's like that which i think is a little bit about what vicarious centers on um but i think that i think i pretty much in at some point or another i pretty much intentionally find a way to uh write in themes i think that affinity for formaldehyde uh the one with the grandmother possessing the daughter trying to get her granddaughter's body and do the body swap i think that that one was the one that i just kind of wanted to be unhinged from the get-go and that's probably the one that i thought the least about the message um and then i realized you know sitting here talking with you that yeah that's actually (laughs) that's that's a whole story about fear of losing uh bodily autonomy and it's also about like generational trauma uh so i think that those things i try to do it intentionally um but like on a secondary level if that makes sense yeah that does so how do you approach your pacing in a horror story are you a plotter or are you a pantser i'm a little bit of both and i'm trying (laughs) to become more of a plotter because i think plotting would actually help me write a little bit faster and kind of keep things a little bit better so i'm still kind of experimenting uh to figure out which 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 is most creative and which is going to be easiest to kind of take into uh the editing um editing once the manuscript's all finished um I'd like to I'd like to not have I I know that there are some people that really want to plan everything just like down to the page, like down to the paragraph. They do pages and pages of free writing. And I'm not like that. I will at best I try to write according to like save the cat. So which is a beat sheet. Um, So that's about like 12, I think, like 12 different events within the story that you have to hit. And so I will write about that and i will write like each event that kind of needs to happen um for the particular for the novel that i'm working on right now that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to plot it uh per event and i but i'm not i'm not kind of entirely tied down to that i always try to make sure that i'm flexible in case that there's something else that pops up within the story that i feel would be more organic than what i previously suggested um like monster sona i think 
uh, the YA book followed a beat sheet, maybe about like a little over halfway through. And then I realized that it would kind of need to shift around and have like more flexibility. And so at which point the plot becomes a little bit looser. But I think that that was to the betterment of um, the story and the betterment of the ending. Brilliant. So what do you find hard about writing in horror? Oh, gosh. I think what I find hard about writing in horror is... I always sit down and I ask myself whether or not something is going to be too much. I kind of have this like I get again, I think it ties into the fear of being misunderstood where I sit down and I'm like, is this going to be too contentious? Is this going to be the thing that people are going to focus on more than what actually whether or not this is actually a good story? Um, That I think is the thing that I find hardest. Um, I also think that while the goal of horror is to horrify what I find difficult is um, I think making things actually scary because what what someone can find scary is so different across all different um, kinds of basically throughout like all different kinds of people. They have different fears. Um, so I think what's really interesting is that my work tends to be polarizing, polarizing in ter- terms of who is disturbed and horrified by it like there were some people with monster sona that were like oh my god like there's things that are happening in this book that are just wow this is too much for a ya book and then there were other people that were like it wasn't really that scary um and so you just you know it's i guess it's kind of one of the situations where you know that you can't win um and you have to kind of be okay with that you have to be okay with the people that are not going to find it scary they're not going to find it like as intense and you have to just make sure that you're writing the the story that you want to write the story that you think is good uh rather than kind of play to everyone's interests and try to make sure everything is scary um i think that with horror i love the idea of being scary and certainly that's one of the things that horror can accomplish but i also think horror is it, it it serves a purpose in terms of being disturbing um, and kind of in, in that disturbing horror can hold a mirror up to our own society and what we're like, like thinking about uh, tender as the flesh um, and the author name escapes me. But thinking about that and how it's kind of talking about how human society would devolve into cannibalism if we could no longer have animal products to eat um that book isn't horrifying like i wasn't scared by it but i was disturbed by it and that's what i think makes it successful in its own right it doesn't have to be scary i think that it strengths are that it's disturbing and holding a mirror up to ourselves as humans yeah so what's been the most difficult scene that you've ever had to write Oh, gosh. I think the most difficult scene that I've ever had to write came up when I was writing Vicarious. Um, And Vicarious has these themes relating to child uh, sexual abuse. There's one of the characters that has gone through um, quite horrific child sexual abuse that's not described on the page um, as it happened in the past, but there's like descriptions that I think um, were, 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 were pretty terrible. There's a moment where um, one of the characters is, is killing a person who basically enabled it. And I won't repeat it here. Cause I think it's um, cause I, I would be concerned about triggering someone. Um, but writing what, uh, what was done to that character that experienced the abuse and experienced the trauma 
talking talking about it on page. I think that that was the thing that hit me the hardest um, when I was writing it. Uh, It just felt it felt very raw and very vulnerable and very like hurtful in a different sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that's that was probably the hardest scene. But then it also has the most satisfying payoff because you're killing one of the people that essentially enabled that abuse to happen um and that death is one of my favorite death scenes that i've ever written because it's just so gruesome and horrific but the guy kind of deserves it so you know (laughs) (laughs) so have you got any memorable pieces of feedback that you can share with us yeah i think that the most memorable the, the the best piece of feedback that i could give to a writer is i would say just be sure to keep reading I know it seems like a very obvious thing, but absolutely what you need to do is you need to keep reading and you need to keep reading from a different uh, variety of sources and things like that and genres. Um, Even if you're somebody that decides that you just want to be a horror writer, I think that sometimes you can find inspiration in things like even... inspiration in um, sci-fi you can find inspirations in fantasy and i think that reading other genres will also help you when it comes to writing uh, b stories so for example if you have a horror story with a romance as its b story uh you know reading a couple of rom-coms is really going to help you kind of hone in on what is important and what makes that romance really shine and stand out fantastic so what advice would you give to someone who is breaking out into horror oh someone who's breaking out into horror i would say um be sure if and if they're trying to like navigate the publishing world i would say be sure to um make friends with other people be sure to reach out to anthologies uh make friends with small independent presses because i think that those are those are that's where horror is really kind of growing and blossoming right now and where we're seeing some really challenging stories being written as well as some very diverse stories and i think that those are also very accessible markets um i think it's really important to not view other people as your competitors i know that for young writers and i think that this is something that i believed up until maybe like my mid-20s but there's this certain thing where i think you think that you have to find other authors you're competitive and i'm like you're not they're not your competitors they're your friends they're the people that are going to be writing like blurbs for you to go on your covers and they're the people that can help you get into like different presses or like different kind of conventions and things like that so i would say definitely focus on making friends and being supportive um because i think that's where you're really going to find people that can recommend you things that will help you kind of hone your craft as well as help you kind of enter the market a little bit more fantastic so you said vicarious is available on the 15th of november Yes, it's going to be available in ebook and print uh, format, um, it, and it's available from a uh, pretty major retailers. I think it's if I I want to say that it's available with most major retailers, but I know for a fact that it's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Uh, so you can pre-order it now. Um, an exciting thing is that right now the ebook for Vicarious is in like the top 100 LGBTQ horror books on Amazon. So I guess that it really um, it's it's really kind of taking off, which I'm so excited to see. Yeah. Uh, 
And so, yeah, you you should be able. I think the ebook is available for about like two ninety nine, and it's a novella, so it's a really. I've been told that it's a really fast, really entertaining read. So if you like something that's fast paced, uh, if you like a lot of gore, if you like a lot of murderous PTA moms, it's definitely up your alley. Fantastic. So, have you got any more exciting projects that you're currently working on that you're excited about? Yeah, um, we I've got a couple more novellas coming out in the next year. So there's Affinity for Formaldehyde, and then there's another one, which is called Mewing, which is releasing February 27th with Shortwave Books. And that one is about a uh, small-time influencer from Kansas who ends up joining this influencer house led by this mysterious supermodel and kind of the strange ways in which this uh, influence this influencer organization gets ahead. There's some sinister stuff stuff going on that one is was so much fun to work on and it's a really great uh kind of entry into uh, body horror for addition i should say into body horror for me i love writing body horror there's some really gross things that happen in this um and it's very tense and it's very uncomfortable uh so that one's really fun and then right now i'm actually working on a horror novel like my first adult horror novel and this one's called make a house a home and it's about a trad wife so like very conservative woman who ends up moving into a house with a ghost from the 1950s and she tries to build this friendship with this ghost but it goes south really really fast and that one has been very fun to write because the protagonist is super super annoying and and i can't wait for her to get her comeuppance um so (laughs) that one is that one i'm very excited about um i'm writing on it i'm writing it right now for uh NaNoWriMo and I am already like 12,000 words into it it's just it's one of those script manuscripts that I think has just been flowing so well and so those are the things that I'm most excited about fantastic so it sounds like you've got a very exciting year ahead of you oh yes <laughs> it's it's very busy <laughs> yeah and that's just talking about like the horror uh genre the things that are coming out next year and the things that i'm working on now i technically have another ya book that's coming out in october of 2024 which is actually like a it's a ya fantasy and it's about a uh, ghost hunter girl who has to team up with an actual ghost in order to solve a series of uh the mystery behind a series of deaths in this small island town that one's called haunting melody so it's a hugely busy year but i'd rather be busy than bored so i'm so excited (laughs) brilliant so where can they find your books is it just amazon and barnes and noble or is it main mainly mainstream yeah so um they can find yeah you can find my books pretty much on every major retailer site um amazon barnes and noble Uh, i believe vicarious is also going to be sold on the horror shop uh godless um i think that that one's going to be out on there soon and i think that you can also get it from uh my YA books i know have international distribution i believe that you can get it from like waterstones and things like that uh monster sony you can get it from waterstones and things like that um and if you're interested in following my work i would recommend following me on twitter or at the site formerly known as twitter um my uh, username on there is at Chloe Spencer Dev. And on Instagram and TikTok, I'm at Hey, it's Chloe Spencer. And then I do have a website, which is just ChloeSpencerOnline.com. Fantastic. Well, Chloe, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. So thank you very much for your time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. You're very <laughs> really welcome. Good.